Hello. And welcome. To I Spit in Your Mouth. An ooky, ooky, spooky, spooky podcast. I am Dottie Spartans. And I'm Gulia Spartans. And we are the hosts of the ookiest, spookiest show around. Messy. She's just messy. The messiest show around. Like, literally. And we hope that you are doing very well. We hope that you are having a lovely um, early spring. There's been some uh, flowers Honestly, blooming. and we've some... had a lovely spring so far. I must say, it's been an actual spring. It not has. Too hot, and not like not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> all right um, and so but the flowers are blooming the trees are budding and we're very very excited we are experiencing new life and rebirth and we didn't even need to sacrifice anyone good for us yeah we don't do that here yet no <laughs> so we I'm have like, i'm a vegan i don't do that but you'd sacrifice a person I would. Yeah, exactly. Especially so, a baby. Ooh, definitely a baby. Newborn. Yeah. Extra juicy. And ah, there's nothing better than baby blood. A little it... bloody. <laughs> a little placenta. Ooh. Mm. So. I'll put that shit in my hair. Before we int- introduce our lovely super special guest, um, how are things going with you, Julia? Garbage shit show. I feel like I. I feel like I will never come to this question and be like everything's great <laughs> everything is shit everything just, you is know, going awful through a lot and um just trying to push through but you know this is what we get for wanting to live in new york in the suburbs of the city yeah. and having to work an insane amount of hours just to get be able to get by but you know living the dream what you up to Dottie? Well, um, aside from working and then working my other job. And then oh, yeah, and I wasn't being invited to your sister's 30th birthday. That yeah, was fun. she didn't do that. She yeah. was just, just, just Thanks, me and Patrick, Danielle. really. Thanks, Danielle. <laughs> but, Fuck it, bitch. you know, um, my birthday's coming up. Uh, and Completely forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. We didn't talk about my birthday at all. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We definitely did. You yeah, also did. don't remember yesterday, so... <laughs> True. <laughs> we didn't talk about my birthday. My birthday passed. Yes, it did. I'm old. Yes. So my birthday's coming up, uh, and so is Patrick's. Um, but you're older. Uh, no. No, I'm not. You look <laughs> I'm older. younger than both you, you and Patrick. Older. No, I don't. Mm, so... <laughs> you look older. I look the most youthful. So we have a lovely special guest lined up for today, which is this evening, which is way later than we normally record. But uh, because AKA, I'm really drunk, because this man lives really in L.A., we have to do three hours Girl, ahead late. of him. And he's like working on a movie. So like he was busy. Mm, uh, so we would love to introduce you to our super special guest, Matthew Venaha. That's how you pronounce it. He sent it to me. <laughs> He texted it to me. He spelled, he like sounded it out. Vanaha. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yes. Okay. Vanaha. Whatever you say, darling. So please lower the lights, light some candles. Whatever you say, darling. Open a window to let the spirits in. <laughs> and to let Dottie's ass out. <laughs> because we're about to start this interview. Ooh, ghost. I'm done. Cut the mic. <laughs> 
Is there anyone there who wishes to speak to anyone here? Calling out into the spirit world for our super special guest, filmmaker, Matthew. Spirits, hello. Are you there with us? Are you there? Hello. Oh, hello. oh, oh, well, that I'm might here. be the quickest return we've ever had. <laughs> Usually the spirits like to make us wait a little longer. They do, but that they, like they like to tease. They like I like, tease. I like it. it. I'm too excited to, to, to make you guys wait. <laughs> I like it when the spirits are up front and ready. I was going to say, honestly, I'm a straightforward type of gal, so I'm not complaining about this. Yeah. We like it up front. In your nice. face. <laughs> yeah. We me like too. We like things in our face. Well, <laughs> we like quite a few things. <laughs> but, Matthew, we're so excited to have you with us. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, we have uh, become supporters of Appetite for Sin. Correct. Uh, we've had Missy on the podcast before, and she spoke very highly of you. And uh, after that, we were, you know, we kind of dove down into this rabbit hole of of the film, and we've really become supporters of it. And uh, I myself, thank have, you. Yeah, absolutely. We're, and I, we're a little excited. Yes, to I say mean, the least. And she, I was like waiting. Once you once you put the Kickstarter up, I was like, I'm waiting for the first day of the Kickstarter. I can't wait. And as soon as you put awesome. it up, I was like, here we go. I got. I you know, especially once I saw that one of the rewards was that um, signed Jason mask. I was like, I am. <laughs> oh, in. cool. I cannot wait. <laughs> You're a Friday the Thirteenth fan, then. One hundred percent. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, we've, yeah. We've we're done. we're really excited to have Ari Lehman join our join our for uh, our sure. cast here. I was really I've never, really I've never even met him before, so to be able to to direct him the very first time I meet him, uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm a huge Friday fan myself. So. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, See, I feel yeah. like I would be very intimidated by that. Just like, well, I, I definitely, I definitely am. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge horror geek, so just to be able to, 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 to cast some of the, uh, uh, the characters that I have so far has just been mind blowing. So. Uh, I'm, I'm totally going to geek out and have my own mask on set for him to sign and put up on my wall. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I w- well, that's it. I was I like, was- I was looking on the Kickstarter and I was like, okay, I like looking through all of the, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were plenty of like rewards that were like, you know, being a vampire, like in the background or like being killed by Missy. And I was like, I would love nothing more, but I don't live in LA and I don't I know. know how that's going to work. So I might yeah. not be able to make that work. But I was like, you know although, what? Although we're all going to be vaccinated soon, soon. so. Uh, but I, I, I was just, I was very, very excited to, to be able to um, jump in and support. Mainly because I'm like, I really just want my name to be mentioned in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk about being in New York, and one of the things that's definitely, it's not for sure yet, but we definitely have been in talks about was, the, uh, we're not sure what we're doing as far as a, as a premiere for this yet and we would love to have an east coast premiere for this at some point as well but we don't even know what our west coast premiere is looking like yet so we don't we're not planning on west coast one uh i mean our east coast one but um we definitely plan on making well, it out there at some point so you we'll you see let, you let us know we might not count <laughs> as media to most people no but <laughs> also i here's the thing is that i'm uh, like i think we're both lucky enough to know certain people and like have certain friends out here that you know if you if you need anything if you want to plug out here just definitely let sure us know. sounds yeah. fun 
for sure. Because we would love to have you guys come out to the to New York mainly. And for just, sure. Honestly, yeah, it's a, it would be a dream for us to friends. And yeah, just, <laughs> just be friends with us. Let us uh, interview people on the red carpet. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I do. Oh, I don't no? like. Okay. I don't like talking to people. I want like, a media, in real life. <laughs> I want a media pass. Well, like if where? you make it out to if you make it out to our black carpet premiere when we when we do it out here in LA, if you come at all, we'll give you we'll give you passes and you can do some interviews. A black carpet. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing the red carpet that. thing. I would. It's gonna be a black that. carpet. Hopefully, we'll have a fog machine going and just make it spooky and Halloween Matthew, music that would, playing. That would be my dream. <laughs> I was like, honestly, we'll both full up, like show up in full drag. I'll, I'll I'll show up in full drag, and I will interview. Maybe we'll do the, a costume the black contest. Carpet. Who knows? There we go. I will interview people on the black carpet. She'll stand there and just look pretty. It'll be great. We'll do well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> I was like, that's that's the goal for right now is to have a black carpet premiere in October, um, or 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 sooner. Um, so yeah, yeah if, if you're able to make it, uh, you're more than welcome to come. I was going to say, I literally Let us I'll stand there with a the microphone and be like. Just talk. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you, you guys have been fans and supporters uh, from day one almost. And so I feel, you know, we definitely want to make sure all of our supporters and especially early supporters are there if I they would want to be there. We, so. would, we would love that. Absolutely. For sure. Oh, can't wait to be so, out there. <laughs> so, Matthew, one of the first questions we like to ask our guests is what is the first moment or like when did you first realize that you loved horror and the macabre like what was it that drew you to the spooky life well the answer is house of a thousand corpses rob zombie's house of a thousand okay. corpses um i had definitely seen a lot of horror movies before that point and I, I always dug horror movies i thought they were cool but it wasn't until i saw that movie and i walked out and i was like that's what i want to do as a career <laughs> Like, that's what I want to do. I want to make something that's just like that. Um, I had definitely fallen in love with a lot of horror icons and movies before that, like Friday the 13th and Chucky and Terror Tunes and a lot of a, a lot of great uh, indie horror uh, B-movie stuff. But it wasn't until I saw House of Thousand Corpses until I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. And then just a couple of years later, when I was in high school, I took a video production class and they were like, oh, we'll give you cameras. We'll give you some mics. Go make a movie. And so I did a zombie <laughs> movie. I made a zombie movie inspired by Night of the Living Dead. And I was just like, if I can do this as a career, that would be the best thing ever. And so this has kind of been, that was, high, that was, I was 16. So it's been 15 years in the making. <laughs> so. All right. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, I'm going to say, like, that's a pretty good timeline, I feel like, in yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Like, fantastic. going from high school to being like, hey, I'm coming out with my first, like, like with this film. And yeah. we, we're going, hitting the ground running, trying to get all the publicity and, like, I, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited absolutely. for this. Well, I like cool. I said, you know, we, we've had Missy on. We love Missy. She she definitely talked up you and the film so much. Like we're we're really excited about the the gore, the like this the camp factor, this this whole idea of of these dueling vampires <laughs> who are both yeah. chasing after this vampire hunter. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's so fun and so exciting Thank and, you. and yeah. so different. Because I think that... Thank you for that. Yeah, when you have vampires, there's a lot of... I mean, there's so much cliche that comes along with vampires. And to be like, okay, well, I could just do a vampire film. Or I could do this, like, a totally different take on it. Something super fun and exciting. 
She also said you were very yeah, nice. She did. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> well, that, th- thankfully she didn't come on and she was like, yo, that guy's a fucking Well, I've, 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 I've seen her kill Robert Mukes from House of Thousand Corpses. So you, you definitely want to be nice to someone who you see just slaughter somebody. So, yeah. for sure. <laughs> She's definitely a, a, a deadly vixen and we, we love correct, that. Correct. Um, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about Missy. She hadn't done any acting or, you know, wasn't too you know big in the horror community. But when I first met her and I knew all of, I I knew right away that the, I, I had to be a part of changing that. I knew I needed to kind of get her out there and put her out. And, you know, she had worked on a couple of my short films behind the scenes as, as, a, makeup, as a hair and makeup artist. Uh, but I knew she needed to be in front of the camera. As, as good as she was behind it, she needed to be in front. Um, and so Appetite has been something – it's been – five years in, in, in the making now actually if you can believe it. it's Damn. been a five-year project it started off in as a short story script in 2016 and um it just evolved into uh, it was like a 10-page script and then like we made it like a 30-page script and we just love the characters and uh thank you for saying that it's, it's a little bit different because that's what we one thing we, we realized we're like well this is actually really cool and it's different and let's kind of just keep building these characters let's see uh let's dig into sarah hayes that's that's the character she plays let's mm-hmm. dig into sarah's character all right let's dig into this guy named jeffrey nelson who's the vampire killer. let's dig more into his character and then the other vampire which i can't say her her name yet because it's kind of a surprise in the film okay. but we're like let's dig more into this character and by the time we knew it like we had 90 pages and it was this full out thing and to be honest with you it was very intimidating at first like we had a really great story we had a great script but we didn't have any money and it was so we were just and we both had only done short Isn't films that at always the time. a fucking problem <laughs> <laughs> and so i really didn't know uh the route to take and i had only done shorts and you know, our biggest budgeted thing was like a five thousand dollar thing and so it was like we knew we, that this was something beyond us and so i didn't really know where to take it and i was i told her one day i gave her a call and i said hey we both have done short films let's treat this as a short let's go and shoot the opening scene and use that to promote the film we'll do an indiegogo afterwards and see what we can raise let's just see what happens with it so that's what we did we tr- we treated the opening scene as if it was its own short film and that was the intro where you see her going and she kills robert mukes and she tears him open and all that so we treated it as our mindset was let's go shoot a short and see what happens with it and so we put it out and we raised enough to go and shoot the uh, the first half of the film and now we're in our kickstarter to finish it off damn yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and impressive. Yeah, it absolutely is. Now, one thing that we um, we spoke about with Missy that I, uh, I I would be amiss to not bring up and to talk about is, you know, you guys are really making some history, and I, and I and I don't want to put you on the spot. And I don't want to make you feel pressured or anything. But um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even the, know this the lack of Latinx <laughs> rep- representation okay. in horror is apparent if you're if you're any if you're Absolutely. somebody who pays attention uh, you would know that it, it's, it's not all dusty ass white yeah, folks it is 100 <laughs> percent. and so so you being a latinx person and casting missy a latinx person to star in the film it's a huge deal yeah 100 yeah. percent. and you know i think it's it's really important that we talk about that and you know because i think that horror can do much better <laughs> um as much as we love it and as much as mm-hmm. you know we we support 
horror like horror can do better the community can do better and again yeah. like, we do it has come up on the podcast before where we talk about going out to these horror community events like conventions um film festivals it's a lot of white folks it really is and like if there aren't a lot <laughs> For of sure. there's not a lot of variety in race at these things and it's just like all right i could see what this other 30 something year old white guy has to say about like showing excessive amounts of like white tits on screens but like let's see what (laughs) everyone else has to say about this i will never turn down titties i will never turn down titties but like (laughs) let's let's fucking spice it up a little bit (laughs) Yeah, well, I, I definitely, I definitely feel um, that the Hispanic culture isn't represented enough in horror, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Growing up, I never really saw anybody who I could be like, oh, this person is looks like me or represents who I am. But being young, you, you don't really notice those things. You just yeah. you see cool things you like. You don't see race. You don't see color. You don't see anything. You just see something that you like and you enjoy. And that's really what it was for me. Like my my whole goal was never. I want to be the first Hispanic director to do this, or I want to make sure that my culture is seen because I never saw it that way. And it wasn't really until people started to notice that we were doing this to what I noticed too. I'm like, Oh wow. You know what? We actually, (laughs) we actually kind of are because I I never want to be that person who I'm I'm like, this is a Hispanic film and this is, we're doing this, but it started to be noticed. And I started to notice how much of an impact we can have. And so before we put out the Kickstarter, I called Missy. I'm like, hey, people are noticing like what we're doing here. And to me, I never, I, of course, I knew Missy was Hispanic, but it was never a thing. And because I just saw her for who she is and her talent and yeah. for what she can do. And that's all I saw. And then when I really started to notice, yeah, I'm Hispanic. Yeah, Missy's Hispanic. Yeah, we have another actor in our film. His name's Joe Castro who's Hispanic, but he's also a director as well. And he's doing our special effects. I started to notice, I'm like, I'm pulling in a lot of diversity in this film and we should kind of, yeah, we should make it a thing. And so I told Missy, I said, before we launch this Kickstarter, I'd love for you to, for you to do a video and just kind of talk yeah. about how you, how, how you feel on the subject. And even she said in her video, I didn't even notice it either. I, I, I didn't really notice, you know, being Hispanic was going to stand out so much, but in a positive way. Um, and I'm really, I'm really happy that people are seeing it this way and Missy sees it this way. And, um, it, it totally wasn't our intent to, to make it be a standout kind of thing, but it has, and I'm really proud of that for sure. Yeah. I do think that like, at, it seems like we're all kind of in the general same age range. And I think that as gro- like growing up in our era, it, it just wasn't really brought to the forefront of like the lack of diversity in films and in, cult- in certain cultures. But now with everything that, that has happened in the past couple of years, I think it has become a little bit more apparent to be like, hey, look at this cast and crew involved in this project. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's like if you grew up in, if you grew up and outside your house you had a garden and you only ever grew daisies in your garden, right? And you never knew... What is this analogy? Shut up, listen. <laughs> You only ever grew daisies in your garden, and you you wouldn't realize All right, what, your, what your what you what your garden was missing until right, you Daisy. experienced other flowers. You know, and it's the same thing I think with the horror community. Shut your mouth and listen, because it's the same thing. It's like we've all grown up watching these horror films that are just 
completely saturated daisies, with white people apparently. daisies these white daisies um and we never realized until we were old enough to think for ourselves that oh wow we're missing so much more i don't even think by, it was necessarily yeah. thinking for ourselves as much as it was having the kind of lines pulled back on culture as it is mm-hmm. as an american yeah. yeah and i think that i mean missy I, I I said to her in, in her episode, I was like, you know, I mean, up there at this point with Latina vampires, it's her and Selma Hayek, so good for her. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, right? you know, it's, it's, um, I, uh, the funny thing about this character with Missy is that, uh, you know, she's not a background character. She's not a vampire that comes in for a scene that does, does her kill and she's out. She's the lead in this movie. Like she, for somebody who doesn't have acting experience, you would never know from talking to her that she doesn't have an acting experience, that she's never done this before because she carries herself so strongly. And I've given her, if, if, if any professional actor can look, would look at Appetite and be like, wow, this is very dialogue heavy. And it definitely is. There's a lot that's said in this movie. There's a lot that goes on. And anybody would be intimidated by it, can look at it and be like, do you expect me to to do this many amount of pages in one day or one scene. But like sh- up to this point, I've still, I've never heard anything from her where she's saying, this is a lot of dialogue, or I don't think I can do this, or this is too much for someone. This is my first film. I'm like, no, it's, it's, she's wanting more. The more I give her, the more she's excited about it. She's and got an I appetite. think, and I think that that comes with being given the opportunity. It's it's yeah. somebody who sees that they have an opportunity and they're willing to do whatever it takes to do it, and that's to me that's that's the best thing as a director writer I can get from anybody who I work with, whether you're a PA on set or you're the lead actress. Where if you're willing, if you get the opportunity to work on it, and 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 you're just going full force with it, like that's like that's our team, like that's everybody on our team. Um, and I think we've built a very good community of, of our small little group. Like we're, we're we're definitely not claiming to be no big motion picture <laughs> or a big film, but I feel that like with the the um, dedication and passion that we all have for the project, it, it almost feels like it's a it's it, it's way bigger than it is. Well, and that's honestly the most important part, though, because even like putting together this feature and having the cast and crew be so dedicated. Like I've been on sets before where you work wild hours just to get this done because you're so passionate about it and you just want to put it out there and one of the first features I ever worked on with my friends got picked up by Wild Eye and I walked into like an episode one day and saw it sitting on the shelf and I just about died and that was (laughs) the most wild feeling I've ever had in my life I have to say part part of the reason that I also did this Kickstarter was because Part, included in this this Jason Mask reward, I also get the movie on DVD and Blu-ray, and I was like, <laughs> I want to add that to my shelf. There you go. <laughs> but but it, yeah. it, it really is. It's such a different feel when you have like when you see it. Like it's like okay, cool. Like you made a movie, but when you see it like out on well, a shelf, and it's you remember. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I try my hardest to not think about that. I try my hardest okay. to not think about seeing it on the shelf because I know when, when I when 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 I finally see my first feature sitting on a shelf of uh, anywhere, I will probably cry. 
it'll be that moment where like no. I go back to when I was 16 years old and I made my first stupid zombie little short and just seeing it on the shelves of a Walmart or an FYE or whatever it is. Yeah. So I, I, I try to, I try to stay planted, but you know, I you, think you definitely be, can't help but, but think about that. But be prepared sure. because it's, it's, it's going to yeah, happen. And I think it'll be well worth <laughs> it. And, but also I understand not wanting to think about it because even yeah. I was, you know, like I, I did makeup on it and I was just like, what? fuck man like i i remember sitting in a little shit house in new jersey at three o'clock in the morning questioning my life choices <laughs> sucking down an iced coffee exactly no i was like living off of monsters at that time and i was like what the fuck am i doing and then to see it on a, a shelf i was like oh this is what i it's did validating. and this it's is validating. like what me me and my friends sacrificed so much for yeah. And it was a great feeling. I hope. Yeah. As, as, as much as I, as much as I'm really proud of the short films I've done, you know, the success they've had, like in the film festival circuit and stuff, I, I, I will forever love those and be grateful for those. But when it, when it's a feature and it's on yeah. a shelf, it's just different. It's, it's just a different film. It doesn't compare. Right. Yeah. So we, we're definitely hoping we, we get to that point uh, with appetite, but you uh, we're just you got it. Oh, we're, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking it step by step, and we're just trying to finish this Kickstarter here, <laughs> and then um, we start filming at the end of May. We film for a straight week uh, to, to finish it off because we already have the first half of production finished, and so now this is the last half, and uh, then and we get into post edit for ninety years, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. So we get into post, and then we get into sound, and then we'll we'll see where what distribution stuff comes along. Um, but, uh, the, 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 the next step and the only thing I'm really looking too much at is our Kickstarter. So we'll, we'll, we'll finish that and then we'll, we'll, we'll take the next step. Yeah. And, and, at, and let's talk, let's say, talk about the it, Kickstarter. Where is the Kickstarter so at right the, now? So the Kickstarter, I, I'm looking at it right now, is oh. at, um, uh, 22,925, which is almost half of the goal. Halfway there. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Um, with 93 backers, me being one of them. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I'm very proud and very excited. Appreciate to be. it. I've been sharing it all over the place. I'm like, you I, have. You have. I'm you a have. Backer. I I'm very it. excited. <laughs> Look at you being just, a bottom. Just the fact. Again. <laughs> just the fact that that somebody wants to back us is mind blowing to me. And 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 not because I don't think we're we're backable or we're backworthy. I don't even know if that's a term, uh, but just knowing that, um, but just so, knowing well, that, backable is definitely a term. I think backworthy is like there. Back, back, back it up. Yeah. Ah. Right? But, back, but, but, back, but just back. knowing that somebody wants our DVD on their shelf, is just mind blowing to me. So, so that's, that's cool on its own for sure. Well, I mean, it's definitely when you think about the concept, it's definitely very intriguing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's also, there are people like me who want to be part of, even if minimally, part of that creative process of helping people this bitch create wants a credit. I, I want a fucking credit. And if I have to pay for a credit, I'll do it. But but like but there are people who like that they, they love horror so much that like for me, like having my name in the credits means something to me. Like I would I'm excited true. about that. So yeah. if it means yeah. like I can help this film come to fruition then i want to you know and there are definitely yeah. people out there who are like that and who are excited about horror in that way and for those people this is for you you should definitely <laughs> back sure. this it, project it's just like it's tough and i i can only imagine for you at this point in time 
um, having to do everything solely online because of lack of, you know, being able to go into in-person film festivals and things like that, right. where you might be able to screen, like, a little snippet and be able to, like, stir up some publicity that way. Yeah. Well, actually, last summer, we were expected to have a booth at Midsummer Scream, which is a big horror oh, uh, convention. I've always wanted in, to go in, uh, there. In Long Beach. Yeah. And we had a whole booth, and we were going to have all the vampires there. We were going to have a whole setup and do photo ops and take – and they were going to, like, sign free autographs whoever came to the booth. Like, we were really hoping to um, to promote our film that way. And then Monster Palooza was going to be shortly after that. We didn't have a booth there, but we were going to go and just, like, yeah. pass out flyers and talk to people and take photos. And that was – having those conventions taken from us, I feel, um, kind of – not – not hurt us, but it definitely uh, prevented us from being able to promote the way that we wanted to. Because there's something different from doing it online and seeing a repeated, you know, post yeah. on, on on Instagram to being in like in person and 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 you can meet Missy and she'll give you a, a free autograph poster and you know take a picture with you and then you can see our Kickstarter and because you met us and you like us and then you would back it. Not being able to have that interaction, I feel um, kind of set us back a little bit, but I think I we're also- back on track a little bit. I also think that the people who go to these conventions, like, I know that some of the conventions out out west I've been wanting to go to for a while, especially, like, I know Monster Palooza sometimes gets fucking wild, but you see people walking around in their, in their, uh, like, film outfits, costumes, whatever, trying to promote, and the people who are going to these things tend to be so passionate about the genre that they'll listen to you they'll like sit there and listen to what you have to say and then be willing to give you like the five ten dollars or whatever for to back it and Mm -hmm. i think that that's that sucks that that was kind of like a missed i don't want to say missed opportunity but um no it definitely was for sure like fuck you 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 can say that (laughs) (laughs) well well well, since we're since we're on the topic uh so being a filmmaker during covid I mean, aside from, you know, the fact that, you know, you, were, you weren't able to go to these uh, film festivals, which would have been great publicity, you also missed out on a lot of opportunity to do any filming. So uh, how has recovering from that uh, been? Well, we were expected, and it's, it's, it was crazy timing, we were expected to, because we had always planned on, we were going to shoot the opening scene, which we did in summer of 2019, and then Missy and I had no idea where to go from there, so we're like, okay, well, let's edit this, and let's 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 create it, uh, uh, let's start the buzz, let's, let's put this out, let's do an Indiegogo. And we'll see how much money we can raise. And whatever we raise, we'll just go shoot more. Like, we were just so amateur about it. We were just like, if we raise $5,000, let's go shoot two more scenes and then edit all that and then put it out again. Let's just keep doing it until we raise enough. And so so during that process, we actually started an, an, an Indiegogo. And I found, uh, well, a, a very good friend of mine, he, his name is Joseph Kelly. He is a writer, director, producer, actor. Uh, you might know him from his films called Clown Motel. Uh, he did Clown Motel 1 and Clown Motel 2. He's also working on the films called uh, The Bleeding Dark and Compatible. But he, I've known him for a while because my short films were in a film festival that he used to run. 
And so halfway through our Indiegogo, I met up with him and he agreed to come on as an as a uh, executive producer for Appetite for Sin. And he got us our our, our goal was ten thousand dollars, and we got I think nine point five after we we brought him on. So we actually yeah. raised a lot more than we thought we were going to. And so I was like, great, that's awesome. So he came on as our our executive producer, and then we were like, okay, well we raised enough to go and shoot about three or four more scenes. And that ended, I think, in February. And then we were slated to, pre- to continue production in late March. Um, and so by, by, we, we missed our production by about two weeks. Um, yep. And that the whole month of March, like the first week, I was just like, no, 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 we'll be fine. Let's just keep everything going. I still plan to shoot, you know, the, the end of March. And by, by mid-March, you know, it, 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 of course, we, we got shut down. And so... Yeah, no, it definitely, uh, and then we lost the conventions, and I was really worried about, you know, backers not wanting to back us anymore because they were like, well, this isn't going to happen anymore, and so it did become a very stressful time, and it was a very hard time for the film, but um, we, once we started to see that something started to open up a little bit, and which they they kind of did uh, in, like, October, uh, November, we started to see some indie productions start up. And uh, we're like, you know, I think we can do this. If we do it safely, we can do it. And so I looked at the script and I thought, well, I picked out the scenes that we can shoot carefully, the, the things that don't involve the blood, the guts, the gore, people being on top of each other. And, um, and so we actually found five days worth of scenes that we can shoot. And so we actually continued production in, on November 11th of last year. Oh, nice. Um, and so that's when we continued our production. And um, now we feel that we're in a spot that we can continue it. So that's why we decided to, to pick it up when we did, because I think we're ready now. So we kind of, during COVID, like we, we kind of did start it back up again, but it wasn't until November. But it was definitely a very, very rough, like six months or so after we got shut down. Because I, I, you know, just being in disbelief that this feature was going to happen, I just kind of at one point was like, well, this isn't going to happen. Aww. Like, you know, I just kind of lost hope on it. And, uh, not lost hope, but just kind of just the longer it went, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if it's going to happen. You get a little discouraged, yeah. I feel like. And I right. You de- I, yeah, for sure. I think that it's easy to kind of feel that way. And also, uh, I will say, though, I think that one thing that this fucking global ass pandemic has done is encouraged people who have the ability to still get money to support those who are trying to be artists during this shitty time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I almost wondering, like, I've known that some people have met like certain goals and expectations that they didn't have pre COVID, like because of the support that they're getting from their community, whether that be the horror community, the queer community, anything of that sort. I think that everyone has kind of like been a little bit more, supportive and kind to people in their community i'm choosing my words <laughs> well that's actually a really good also point awful yes <laughs> well it's a really good point that you bring up people who can back because i was terrified i'm like well how are we supposed to raise money to go and shoot during covid like people are struggling right now like i like there was a part of me where subconsciously i was just like i don't think this is a right thing to do is to ask for money to go make a movie while people are struggling just to get work uh but i found that once we launched our kickstarter 
I got so many thank you messages from people who are following our film yeah. saying, thank you for continuing this production. We need, we need hope that people are going out there still and pursuing these things and making content for those who can't right now. And I was actually very overwhelmed by the amount of support that we got because just, just inside my mind still just kind of just, just in disbelief that this is even going to happen. Um, getting thank you messages from people, like thanking me for allowing them to donate to our project so I can go make my movie. Like it's just, <laughs> it was just so weird, but. Um, yeah, well, I mean, what are people doing right now? They're sitting at home watching movies. So what do they say, need? Like, they need people they need movies to watch. Like Dottie, right. Dottie and I were lucky enough to, we have full-time jobs and we're essential of workers. whatever the fuck yeah. we do. And we're essential workers where we were able to maintain full-time, if not like, I feel like I was grossly overworked oh, during so, this pandemic. So much overtime. I did so much overtime. Yeah, I did too. And we... Like, I know that I personally, my friends who have their own small businesses and things of that sort, I would, like, just buy shit from them. Because I yeah, was like, I don't even great. need this right I now. Su- but like, I, I subscribe to shit. so many OnlyFans that I never even looked at. Just to be like, <laughs> here's $5 for you. Here's yeah. $5. Like, but that's, you know, because yeah. that's what it's about, you know? I mean. Right. And, and yeah, I, I, supporting I will one say another. you want to give back a lot to the community. And I donated to a lot of people. I supported a lot of my friend's business and became more conscious about where you spend your money in regards to like local businesses versus big box stores who aren't taking care of their employees the way they should. Um, And I think that that may have almost benefited you in a weird way. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I just know that anybody who even donates a dollar to us, you know, to, 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 you know, to do this. I'm very grateful for it. I was going to say, it seems like you got some very heartfelt messages though, yeah. which is like, yeah, and I know it sounds corny, but I feel like whenever you're trying to, as a creator, whenever you're trying to create something to receive such like heartfelt messages must be kind of overwhelming. Right. They are. Yeah, especially when I feel like I haven't even done anything yet. Maybe I haven't even put this out. Like, why are you thinking? I'm just trying to follow my dreams. <laughs> but it, it also, too, like, yeah, it, we're trying to make a movie, but also it makes me feel good in the fact that I am able to employ people. I am able to, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am getting giving work to people, too, during this thing because we have, you know, we have a full crew. We have, we have multiple cameras. We have lighting. We have PAs. We have actors. And, of course, you know, they're all getting paid for what they're doing. And so I'm able to also supply, uh, uh, you know, finances for, for struggling actors whose, whose productions have been shut down. Yeah. Or or crew that's been shut down, and so it, it's kind of it's kind of a full circle thing where you know the money that people are donating to us, we're giving right back to our crew and cast, and um, you know just trying to make it just trying to make it happen. It's all about supporting communities wherever you go. Absolutely, and apparently you're being supported highly because I mean twenty two thousand dollars is nothing right? to sneeze at. Like, I know, I know, you, like people, I know it's nuts. People are really are really coming out with support, and that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's and, nice. I, and I hope that I hope that this interview will help get the word out some more, and that people will be inclined to to like, support as well. Because... Like we need to give this man more money so we could be on the black carpet. <laughs> because I want the black do, carpet. I want to do interviews on the black carpet. That's my goal. Uh, me and my, so me and also, my friend Missy. So also, send this man money. 
let him finish his movie and then send us money so we could get to LA for the black carpet. There you by, go. By there the time go. by the time we have to go to LA, the tickets are going to be like twenty dollars because no, ma'am. Are you kidding me? When things start reopening more and more, people are going to be dying to travel more, yeah. and the flight prices yeah. are going to get fucking wild. But, well, one. One more thing I kind of wanted to talk about as far as a film is, um, it, 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 we're, 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 I, I, I think as, as a filmmaker, you have to be a fan of what you're doing, right? You have to really be passionate and, and love what you're doing. And we talk about Ari Lehman being in, in, in Appetite for Sin and, you know, be able to have him in there. But we also have a lot of really great talent in this film. We you have, have a I, lot of horror icons. We do. And we honestly, which is kind of fucking, like, that's every really time, Every time you make a post and you're like, <laughs> this horror icon is in the film. And this yeah. horror, I'm like, this is... Like my horror boner. That's I know. Dotty keeps me up to date because I'm not a huge social media person. I'm, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't click with me. You're an old woman who lives alone. I was gonna say I'm just an old <laughs> bitch. I like I like hanging out with my dogs, and social media to me is so mind blowing. Like I like getting a little. <laughs> I, I like getting a little twisty and watching like cute an, like animal videos for hours. It's it's its own world on you know by itself. It's, you're when you're not on your phone, you're in one world. Then you you open your phone and you're somewhere completely different. Yeah. Oh my god! I but open you... my phone and I see like cute dog videos or like the cute animal friend companions yeah. that you don't oh necessarily god, expect. I'm like crying. But Matthew, I'm like crying. Matthew has the opportunity to work with such inc- like such incredible horror icons. I think I would piss myself. That I'm a little jealous. Well, we won't have to be jealous when we're on the black carpet. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, right, right, right. I, we're I, gonna be I think, the media correspondents. I think, um, you know, as much as everybody who I who I love working with, for all the you know the the icons to to even new talent, I think so far the biggest that I've been starstruck is working with Linnea Quigley. Um, when I was I, able I w- to. I would- Die. Which is understandable. <laughs> I didn't know. I kind. Of, I, I I have met her at cons before, and I've always yeah. known she was super sweet. She's oh, she's, so she's sweet. always been the greatest to talk to. But when it comes to you know directing somebody and being on that level, you kind of don't don't really know what to expect. You, you've never been in that capacity before, unless well, unless you've directed them before. But you, if, if your first time directing somebody, especially like her, you don't really know what to expect. And so I was kind of like, she was going to be the first person we were going to shoot that day. And so I get this, I get to the, I get to the, I get to the studio. I'm just like, oh my god, like. I was just like pacing around, like I don't, I don't know what to do. But she just walks in, and she just has this glow, and it's like, oh my god! Like I automatically just felt safe and comforted, uh, 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 comfortable as soon as she walked in. Like she was the best person to work with, and yeah, to be able to direct her was was mind blowing. Just to say that I did that, but to be in my movie, it's it's, it's crazy. But she has been. Uh, an amazing person to work with. I actually just directed her on another horror film that I was working on last week, and oh my God. she remembered me, and she was like, hey, oh, we just worked on Appetite for Sin. I watched your trailer, and I loved it. And I'm like, you watched my trailer? Like, what? <laughs> I know. Even though you're in it, I was just surprised that she, just to know that she watched it and she, was a fan of it. She really is quite the fucking icon. And like, Truly. yeah. I, I feel I like that you said that she was just very warm and welcoming. I'm like I would love to rest my head in her bosoms <laughs> and be like, just please make me feel safe from the world. And, well, she definitely makes she makes you feel very very comfortable when you're under for sure. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes me very happy. <laughs> so, Matthew, we have a, a question. We ask everybody this question. And it's, Uh-oh. 
It's become a very um, hot topic, controversial. Um, Uh-oh. If you... Don't get me in trouble here. No, no, no. I think it'll be <laughs> right. I, It might be. I don't know. Who knows? All right, it depends we'll on who's listening. <laughs> if you could identify with any horror creature or, or entity... Um, Not even, an entity. Yeah, an entity. We're talking about... Um, you know, vampires, werewolves, zombies, ghost mutants, goblins. ghosts, ghost goblins, <laughs> goblins and ghosts, cryptids. Um, you know, any like I mean, possessed individuals. And if there's some, if there is a a, a horror, like I myself creature, on the right day might identify with Bigfoot with a little Sasquatch. I think I always identify <laughs> with Bigfoot. You might be Sasquatch, actually. <laughs> What would you be? Who? So can it, does it have to be like a like like? Can I say a specific character, or does it have to be like like a no, word? Like say, yeah, a specific or... character. You can say a specific character. I think we ask like Sorry. just broad spectrum because, like me, I personally feel called to like the zombie type of situation because I feel like a globby glooby mess half the time. Mm-hmm. And I like okay, little... so I. I have my answer, and because I've been asked this before, and so uh, you asked this before. Who cares? <laughs> I want to know who they are. I'm going to find them, and before. I'm going to hurt them. <laughs> We're going to. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like I, I want to answer it, but I don't think I'm going to answer it the way you want me to. And uh, and and I answer think you're it you're however you're about there to is want. No wrong you're you're about to find out why. Um, all right. So the answer to that, I feel, is definitely Frankenstein. Um, my, I, um, I, I love universal monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, totally. when I was, when I was 10 years old, I went to universal studios for the first time I drove to, with my family to LA, we were doing a whole Disneyland universal vacation. And when I was 10 years old was the first time I ever went on, they have a studio tour there. You, you can sit in a, you, you, you can sit in like this uh, tram and it takes you around the back lot and shows you sound stages and more, like hair and makeup uh, areas and like all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff. And I remember when I was, when I was young, they had like, they like, you, you, it starts off, you go down this hill and you see Frankenstein poster, you see the Wolfman, you see the mummy, you see Dracula. And it just takes you to this whole different world. And I remember thinking, oh man, like this is such a dream to, to be here on the back lot where so much horror history lives. And then you drive by the soundstage that Frankenstein uh, was filmed, was filmed on. And I was like, oh my God. And so it, ever since then, like I knew I wanted to, to, to be working in LA in some capacity, but the Frankenstein aspect always stood out to me. And the first time I ever watched it, it wasn't actually until later. It wasn't until I was about 10 or 11 years old. I didn't see it as, as, a, as a kid. Maybe I did. I was just too young to remember. I'm not sure. But when it really stood out to me was when I was later. And I think the reason why it stood out so much, because I think he's very misunderstood. I think it, it, he's not a monster. Yeah, he, not at all. Technically, technically he is, but he's not. Um, he 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 was he was created out of something out of his control, and people saw him differently for multiple reasons, and they considered him a monster. And I always felt really bad for him. Um, and I kind of started to see that, like when I was in like middle school, I didn't really fit in too much. I was always the kid who like shopped at Hot Topic and had like the spiked bracelets on, or like you know the baggy pants and Slipknot T-shirts and stuff. And I was always, I was always picked on for that. I, but I but I always stood out. But horror movies, uh, it was always the aspect of feeling like like I didn't belong is what always connected me to horror movies. And Frankenstein was always that like that one character. It was like I 
feel like I understand you if that's a if that's a weird thing at all to say. No, it, uh, but I always connected with with with, with monsters in that way, and I think that's what continued my love for horror films. It for makes sure. the most sense on the planet because that is why Frankenstein is my first favorite like Universal monster. Mm-hmm. I use that nice. in your quotes because she I never. Uh, well, honestly, I, I like. <laughs> I like me a creature from the Frost Lagoon a lot. She, does. Um, she, does. she hasn't tattooed. I do. I have the creature. Have you ever met Julie Adams? Did, did you ever meet her when she was doing all the cons? And I didn't. No. I'm weird oh, about man, she meeting was so people. Sweet. She was I'm so very sweet weird about time. meeting people because I have really bad social anxiety. You wouldn't believe it, but she does. I do. Um, so well, you, I, I would never know from oh, our interview you. right now. Um, but I have really bad social anxiety, so when it comes to meeting people who I admire, it becomes very stressful for me. I met uh, Paul Rubens, who's like my ultimate favorite human on the planet, and <laughs> I awesome. just about pissed myself. <laughs> and he was he was like, how are you today? And I was like... You ran the opposite way. Yeah, I was Good. like, I froze. I was like... <laughs> okay, and then another story. Bruce Campbell nice met him at a book signing for chins could kill at the union square barnes and noble on 14th street in the city i walked up i was so nervous i walked up with my little fucking book in my hand and one of my like dvds and he was like (laughs) he was like how are you doing today and i was like good (laughs) and he was just like okay he was like so you know, what do you do? And I was like, what do you mean? What do I do? And he was like, whoa, <laughs> slow down there, killer. I was like, oh my God, I just insulted I'm sure, Bruce I'm Campbell. sure someone like Bruce Campbell gets that kind of stuff all the time. No, he started Absolutely. laughing. I was like, I'm so right. sorry. I'm, I'm so sure nervous. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I just about died. But like with Frankenstein, I, I definitely get that because I think that he was he was just so misunderstood and so like you said he didn't ask to be there and he didn't know what he was doing wrong and why he was so scary for like to the outside world and I kind of like I identified right. like that as a middle school weirdo for lack of a better word mm-hmm. no um, that was me absolutely too yeah like I got picked on horribly and I was just like I get you, Frankenstein. I, get you. <laughs> I, I, I also am, am noticing, but I love the um, a little bit of parallel. Um, this, you know, this idea of a monster who yeah. does is being, you know, whereas like you have Sarah Hayes, who's like she's a monster, she's a vampire, but she's also like I'm out for justice, right? Right? I'm out for oh, justice. Oh, we're drawing lines here I now. <laughs> I pay we attention. are drawing lines. <laughs> I pay attention. Yeah. But Sarah, hey, she's she's a monster, but she's out for justice. She's like, I'm here to do the right thing. Like, yeah. and just because I'm a monster doesn't mean that I'm evil. She's right. like, you know, and then she's also at this on this race against the clock because like there's this other vampire whose name we don't know yet, and I'm like dying to know, who is also it's a surprise. <laughs> who's also trying to get to our vampire hunter because like she's like, no, we're gonna kill him and we're and like and I, 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 I'm seeing that little bit of parallel there of like the monster who has that humanity. The, yeah, the misunderstood monster. Yeah, well, one thing um, that I 
that I it's really important for me to do in, in my films. If you were to go back and, and watch some of my other my previous short films, like my last short film I put out called Vera, and then one before that is called A Beautiful Place that, that Missy worked on. Um, you'll, you'll find that in my work. And it's something that I want to make sure that every time I do it is that you can relate to a, a, a specific character on a human level, that there's some type of like connection where you were like this, just like you're saying, like Sarah Hayes. Yeah. She's a bloody vampire. You see pictures of her. She's covered in blood, but you start to actually learn the character. And there's that you, like you, like you start to feel for her. Like there's, there's, there's something there. And she, you're able to connect with her on some level. Like it's not just a fun, bloody vampire movie and everybody dies or whatever it is. Like there is, there's so many different elements to this movie where you, at some point you even feel bad for the vampire killer. Like if you, if you watch in the trailer, you'll see he gets locked up and his family's there. Like his daughter, like is like 10 years old and she's crying that her father's behind bars. And at this, and at that point you like, you, you feel bad for the vampire hunter. So like at all these points, all these people are, are, have done bad things, but at the end of the day, like they're, they're humans and they've, they all, we've all made mistakes. And, um, you know, you, you definitely feel for, for, I, I feel, you feel, you feel for every one of these characters at some point and it makes you invested in the film. And it's not just a monster movie. It's something that like, I think anybody can, can kind of relate to, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've always been open about my writing and, a lot of my writings come from a dark depressive state and so whenever i write stuff i, I make sure that there's some level of, of 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 realism there there's real life horror in there it's it's there's some kind of like uh uh um you know psychological aspect to it as well and so that so 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 my writing is very important to me and everything's kind of done for a reason um so thank you for pointing that out i wasn't going to kind of you know, talk about <laughs> that level of my writing and directing but i'm glad that you were able you, to kind of see you you mentioned it that's kind of, i just went along so that's yeah, yeah. So that, but that's actually one of the goals. Is I, I want people to feel like, oh yeah, we do feel bad for her, and yes, we do feel bad for him at some point, and he's locked up. But we're we all make mistakes. But I, I, I try to find something where, where uh, I, I like to I like to, to consider my film psychological horrors because there is psychological, but there is a horror element. Like there's psychological aspects and appetite, but it's a vampire movie. Um, and so like I like to involve psychological elements to horror films, and so I, I like to call my film psychological horrors. Okay. Yeah. I fuck with that. That's uh, actually yeah. like, it's so funny. We're talking about these, like, kind of, I feel like the humanized monster character is a very, like, once you're into it, you get really into it. And I feel like it's a very relatable character for a lot of people who might have been considered quote unquote misunderstood as they were growing up. Like, I, I know that when I was younger, there was this book series. And it was, I, I, I have to look up the name of it. It was like this vampire detective and he was trying to like do the right thing. And he had to combat all of these other, um, like, quote, like creatures of the night, quote unquote, to kind of bring them to justice because they were just wild monsters and he had some humanity to him. I think the character... That sounds awesome. It was so good. Yeah. I think the character's name was, like, Felix... Hold on one second. This is... Felix. This is what editing is for. Fuck Felix. Felix, vampire, <laughs> detective, book. Felix the <laughs> Felix vampire. Felix... You might be able to find Felix it. Felix Gomez. 
And it was by Mario Acevedo. I'm actually going to look it up, like, right after we're done. Yeah, no, um, the first book was The Nymphos of Rocky Flats. Um, Mario Acevedo wrote this book. It was, like, a series, like, six or seven books. And I loved these books. And they were so fucking good. It was, like, he was very troubled and tormented, and they wrote into his character. Well, yeah, he's a vampire. He should be troubled. Well, yeah, but it was it was it was that <laughs> on top of like him bringing these other demonic monster type creatures to justice, and he was one of them himself. Yeah. Hmm. And that sounds, that that's sounds it. You, you, vampires should always be tormented and twisty because who wants a happy twisty. vampire? Yeah. <laughs> who wants a happy? I'm just a very happy vampire. I just love to. Well, our and... our vampires are actually kind of really happy at some point. After after at after they after they they but then they get dinner, a little they, they get happy. Then they get a little. Don't twist. get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We have a lot of psychological aspects to appetite, but you're gonna get your bloody, sexy, ripping throats apart. You know, vampires covered in blood. You're, you you <laughs> you kind of get a little bit of everything that yeah. you, know, you would want out of a out of a horror film. We're drinking. Blackberry white claws, which I didn't know existed until yesterday. So, <laughs> okay, Blackberry. I I have I have never had a had a uh, what, sorry, what's it called a white claw? what's called sorry white claw. Yeah, I've never had a, I've never I, had a white claw before. Actually, a white claw. <laughs> never have. I mean, like in fairness, do you drink? I've it seen it a million times. Oh, yo, yeah, I I have my whiskey I've had right here. Oh, oh. you can't even see it. <laughs> you can't see it because of the I was see it. Say, she's green screen. That green screen is very impressive. Oh, there there we go. Is. There it is. That is a very impressive green screen. Well, since you peed, I'm gonna pee. I'm like, yeah, no, I've, I've, are you drinking? I um, I'm not a big like um, like I I don't really drink uh, uh, well, I just like drinking whiskey just straight. There. That's that's kind of that's kind of my thing. Occasionally, I'll have a beer. Um, but even then, I'm not a huge fan of beers. I just like to sip on a whiskey for a couple hours and just <laughs> chill. Bless <laughs> your heart, because. We unfortunately are known to like just pummel liquor down our throats. Um, so oh, don't get me wrong; I can drink too. I <laughs> after, as some of these some of these whiskey drinks uh, are gone are gone pretty quickly. So. <laughs> and especially well, if you if you come to the premiere, there will be there will be a couple of whiskeys flowing. Throughout I was like, "What's your whiskey night, so. choice?" <laughs> uh, I'm a Maker's Mark fan. Okay, Maker's that's what I'm drinking right now. I love Maker's Mark. I was gonna say if we come to the premiere. Premiere, we're gonna have to bring a little, a little bottles of makers for you. Be like here. Absolutely, that would be great. That would be great. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, you know, for the for the premiere, one thing that we, well, that I want to do, I need to talk to like my producers and stuff. But I, I really want the premiere to be more of like a party than like a like a, your traditional premiere. Like I, I would love for there to be like a band playing afterwards. Okay. And like Halloween costumes, like playing like Halloween oh, music so awesome. and like hocus pocus kind of. I mean, have, isn't like, a that fog machine every, going and isn't that every little like horror kid's dream? Literally, like I, I, I can't think of anything better of like for the for the premiere of my first feature film, like people walking out and there being a a horror punk rock group playing and like <laughs> like what? Well, I feel like that's I where I want like the money to go to is the band to play. I feel like it's very doable because the most difficult part is. is going to be finding a place to screen, like physically screen the movie, and then right. you can be like, hey. Yeah. You could even rent out a bar next door to a theater or something and just be like, 
this is where the after party is. And then just have your whole dream set up over there of like, hey, we want to have a band. We want to have like whiskey flowing off of like ice cookers. Well, one thing I was even thinking about is like renting out just a huge parking lot. Like That's a huge smart. just just space and just have in like one corner you'll have the the black carpet with the backdrop take photos right in the middle you'll have you'll have the screen and you know it may be like a hundred or so chairs and then on the left side like like a band playing like we'll treat it like as, as if it's like Ozfest or like Warp Tour or something yeah, and we'll just have like that. stage one stage two stage three <laughs> my dumbass was just about to say well what if it rains but then I was like it never rains out there so who cares you just jinxed it it'll rain that night no, it that won't. one night that one it night never October, rains it's out gonna there. rain I will say, though, every time I, so the farthest out west I've really been since I was a child is Vegas, and every time I go to Vegas, it rains. Can I tell you something? I've never been there in Vegas. I bring the little black cloud with me. We're, 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 I think you do. The the one time that I have been to Palm Springs, it rained. It so could, we're it, bad luck. It literally rains. Oh, okay. Every well, maybe maybe you're not invited to the premiere if we do an outdoor thing. Matthew! <laughs> I, I, bring, I don't care. You I'm know just there on the black carpet and there's nothing you can do. I'm like, in reality, I'm just so creepy. I bring the little black cloud with me. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe it won't be outdoors. I don't know. We're so, we're so, yeah. I just want to finish this Kickstarter first before I yes. even start thinking about that. Well, whatever, whatever you decide, we would love to be there and, and, and to be part of it and to, and to cover you know, yeah, it'd be fun. As far I as want some, some as, type of media press, yeah, as far as something. media goes, I guess uh, we could do. I was like, I'll literally sit there. I'll have a drink in one hand, probably a wine. Sit there and hear, and just be like, "All right, what the fuck do you have to say?" Well, well, I think with your show, like, I think you guys take it. You guys know you're kind of campy and cheesy and funny, and that's great. Like, that's your thing. But I think every I'm sorry, kind of are you carpet... saying you don't take me serious? <laughs> No, but I, th- I think every like black, every like red carpet or premiere like they need something like that. Where it's not a straight like, oh, I, how long have you been doing this for? Everyone like I think there needs to be some. There needs to be exactly. There needs to be somebody there at some point. Just be like, what are you drinking tonight? Like you know, I, I don't know. I'm not saying to ask that. Who are you eating? But just like, what you... <laughs> I don't know. But I, I feel I feel like it, it would it would. I think it would be cool. So we'll keep you updated on that. Crew. My butthole. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the whole casting well, crew. But the, the, the Miss, whole Missy casting Missy crew. Missy already ate the whole casting crew. Well, so the Maddie, holes of casting crew. Indeed. Matthew, we are reaching the end of our interview. Um, before we go, we want you to plug your socials, uh, plug the social for the, the the film, as well as plug the Kickstarter, so that everybody knows where they can find you and where they can support. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, my 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 personal Instagram is uh, hatboxghost, uh, inspired by the Disneyland Haunted Mansion character. <laughs> I'm a big Disneyland geek, yeah. uh, so I call my I just go by that. Uh, I've I've always thought about changing it to my name, but I'm like, no, like that's Don't fun. That. I just want to keep it that. Um, so that's where you can find me. But honestly, I please please just go to the Appetite for Sin uh, Instagram. That's where all the fun's happening. Um, and it's literally just Appetite for Sin uh, on on Instagram and and at Facebook. It's not Appetite for Sin underscore film or anything like that. It's just straight Appetite for Sin. So we're, we 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 we've made it easy to find. 
Um, but yeah, I just want everybody to know that, you know, what, what, one thing you get, and I'm not saying that you don't get this with, with any other films, but with us, we, every single person on our crew is, is very passionate about what we're doing here. Nobody, we, we have, we have people who live and breathe appetite for sin. This is, this is a lot of our first features, a lot of our first directing jobs, one of our first lead actor jobs. And, um, we're all we're all passionate about it. This isn't just a movie that we just I decided to make one day. This has been something that's been in the works for five years now. Um, for me, my first directing, my first feature film in 15 years in the making. So it's not something we're taking lightly. So, uh, you know, anything you can you can help out with, we really appreciate it. Um, even if it's a share on Facebook or a share on Instagram or a follow, just to give us a like, and you know, we 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 definitely appreciate it. So we're we're running another 15 days. Um, and uh, we're almost halfway there, so we're actually exactly the halfway point mark in our Kickstarter right now. We're almost oh, shit. halfway there, so I think we're doing. We're we're almost exactly where we should be at this point. Yeah. Um, so. And also, if any of our listener listeners actually like us, please give money to the app. app why can't I fucking talk? <laughs> please give money. <laughs> it's that that white claw you're drinking. Right? No, my second white claw. I had three vodkas before that. She did. But, I will it's say. only my second one. <laughs> no, but I, want, I literally yes, can't talk as We nice. want you guys, even if you can, you know, only afford a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, just to throw it towards the Appetite for Sin Kickstarter. If you go to Kickstarter and just search Appetite for Sin, it'll come right up. It's the only one. But also, we really want to make it out to LA. We really do. So Make our give, dreams come true. Give, give five to ten dollars to Appetite for Sin. Let's get that movie made. And then once the movie is made, everything is coming on. We will be asking you to give us more money, yes, so we can so get we can out fly to out LA. There. But honestly, like you, like and torment the take cast a look, and crew. Yes, take a look at the the rewards for for back in the film. Not there, even that. Take no. a look at the fucking trailer. Oh yeah, the trailer. I feel fantastic. like if you watch the trailer, you're going to want to give money. But you know, th- I mean, there are there <laughs> are some you. really lovely rewards. Um, that they have set up. I mean, if you're in the LA area, you can literally be part be of the, the film. Be yeah, in yeah. the movie, which is huge. Bitch, I'm about to watch Missy, to Missy anyway. can rip your throat out. I want Missy to rip my throat out, but I live too far away. We can you understand? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, we have we have so many different perks from, you know, things that are $3 to being an executive producer in the film to just even getting like one thing that we're going to be doing is we have a perk on there where it's get a uh, personalized video from the vampire. So we have a really cool location. It's a really cool vampire bar in downtown LA that after we wrap, we're going to have the vampires kind of stand right in the middle of the bar and they'll give you a shout out. They'll be like, Hey, you know, uh, this is us from on set. Thank you for backing us. Uh, they'll say your name personally and thank you and, you know, give you a shout out and you can post it on it, whatever. Like we have some really cool personal things like that to an autograph, Linnea quickly poster, Ari Lehman, Jason Mass, or an Eileen Dietz, Exorcist Cross. And kind of just, you know, if you're just a general fan of horror, I think there's something, at least one thing on there where you can be like, well, that's pretty cool. I can do no, that. There, there are some really good fucking perks yeah. on there. All so right. for sure, <laughs> I think that everyone should be able to even, and again, I understand that maybe not everyone has enough to like get those really awesome perks, but even if you could give five dollars, like I spend yeah. that on my Starbucks coffee. When yeah, I that. <laughs> be a part of horror history. Support yeah. in horror, and like make make your fucking Bustelo at home one day, and skip your Starbucks, and then just give that five dollars to Appetite for Sin. Literally yeah. every every dollar is being directly put right into the. The production but matthew thank you so much and thank you 
we just want to just make everybody clear that, um, you know, supporting indie horror is super, super important for us. And I think for the community, community, for the fucking community, I think that everybody should make sure that they're out there. They're supporting indie horror, indie horror filmmakers, um, because it's, yes, it, it is, but it is, it's people like you who are creating new and exciting horror that are keeping the community moving yeah, forward. Yeah, and so, again, people like you. you are the people who I am talking about when I'm like, why the fuck are we remaking everything rather than going into the creative community trying to fund these lesser-known new idea projects? Yeah. Thank you. I yeah, no, we, 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 we're, we're definitely trying our part to do something a little bit different here. Um, so thank you for... I think it's that. a fun, creative idea, and, like, it's not a remake, so I'm very happy. <laughs> well, I don't, gonna... You know, I I don't mind remakes too, too much. It's just, oh. um, leave leave my Universal Monsters alone. That's the only thing I ask. <laughs> See, I'm, like, leave my everything alone. Like, I feel like, generally like speaking... I, um, I like some, I think. Name one. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. I'm like, oh. unfortunately, the time has come for us to send you back I didn't, to the I grave. I liked the it remake. Okay. All right. That one actually wasn't that bad, right? Mm-hmm. I dig mm-hmm. it. I did that. I just didn't. I just didn't like his teeth. Fair. I thought his teeth were too like rabbity. They just they yeah. just stood out too much. His two front teeth. They just stood liked, out way too much. I liked but the, um, <laughs> the Maniac remake with Elijah Wood. Okay, I've okay, said okay. that before. All right, all right, we got it. We got it. <laughs> I like two remakes. She's, now she's trying to prove a point. But I do think it's time that we send you back to the grave. That's fine. Sorry that we have to, but our time has run out. I'm a little tired. I'll go back there and take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) So one more time, thank you so much. We we greatly appreciate you for for making time for us. We know that you're super busy trying to get this film up and going, but um, we appreciate the time that you took to spend with us. And we hope... No, thank you. Yeah, we hope that we can... Uh, get the word out some more about Appetite for Sin because we are on board 100%. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Say goodbye, Matthew. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to my nonsense for the last hour. (laughs) Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Well, that was quite lovely. What a lovely interview. What a lovely time with our lovely guest. Matthew Vinaha. (laughs) why do you sigh i don't like the way you say that (laughs) matthew vinaha (laughs) girl well we had a lovely lovely interview and um (laughs) we found out a couple of uh super cool things that are going to be happening with the two of us regarding appetite for sin that we are not going to talk about now it's going to be a surprise fair fair uh, but we're very excited about it uh and i cannot wait for this film to um Same. come to fruition and i cannot wait i mean we already heard about us talk about the black carpet we gonna be on the black carpet bitch. oh yeah bitch we gonna be on the black carpet we gonna i am it. so ready to interview literally everyone <laughs> As again, you stand there with to, champagne in your I was going to say, like, I'm literally going to stand there with a bottle of champagne and be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
okay, I'm done with you, bye. And then I'm just going to party with Missy for the rest of the night. And like, when I was so excited. Okay. So what am I going to be doing? Um, oh, I'm you. sure you're going to find somebody to, mm-hmm. to yeah, jerk I, off I or something. I make friends so easily. <laughs> when you're drunk, you do. Not really. <laughs> No, when you when you get drunk, you become bitchy. I do. <laughs> I get really bitchy. It's true. When she's hungry and when she's drunk. It's like the two times she is super bitchy. More so than usual. Yes. So, uh, for this oh episode... God, I have running down my nose. I'm going to keep that in. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, so, for this episode, we are going to forego... That's fine. We're going to forego our... Um, your shirt smells good, at least. Thank you. We're going to forego our spoopy stuff. Yay! Because I am trying to figure out a new segment that will be that I don't better hate. and that Julia will not hate so much <laughs> because she hates it. Um, but before we go, we do want to remind you guys where you can listen to us. Um, Everywhere. Can, yes. You can listen to us on our main website. That's uh, ispitinyourmouth.com. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. You can listen to us directly on the website. As soon as you open it up, right there is our first episode at the top. There's a little tab you can hit for episodes. Uh, and or, you, you can know, listen you to all of our past episodes. a normal person and go to, like, the Apple Podcasts app. Yes. You can do and that. There. We're also and on Spotify. if you Spotify. happen to not have... An Apple phone. Ew. Like, ew, gross. Why are you so poor? <laughs> Stop. You can't say that. <laughs> um, but, but we're also on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Probably not. <laughs> so, yeah, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just kidding. I, I pay nine ninety nine a month for Spotify. So, like, I guess I'm kind of poor, too. She is. I have Apple Music because I'm bougie. Um... But yeah, we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. So there is literally no excuse for you not to be listening to us. And if you're listening to this right now, then Sorry about maybe it. you're not the person that we should be preaching to about that. But share this with your friends so they also know. Yeah, tell your friends. Also, please make sure that you are following us on our Instagram. And also give me fucking money so I can get out to LA to be on the black carpet. I need a new gown. True. And you can do to that by lot. following us on our podcast instagram which is i spit in your mouth on instagram i'm also an, on instagram at dotty spartans that's d-o-t-t-y-s-p-a-r-t-a-n-s and i'm on instagram at gulia spartans g-h-o-u-l-i-a-s-p-a-r-t-a-n-s although i never update it she doesn't but I'm you can sorry, message her there and ask her what her venmo is so yeah, that way you can tip you can her. message me there i'm i am still very reachable and my personal instagram is apparently not that hard to find no. and uh, so you could find me there and also message me there to ask me how to send money to me and if you or AKA, a friend give me your money just yes. give me your money and if you or a friend are working in horror or you uh, run a spooky business or you love Halloween oh, I actually know a friend so with much. Business. You do. I know a couple we're, people we're gonna, with spooky And we're going to interview all of those people. Uh, so if you or a friend 
want to get some more exposure for your your spooky business or for the film that you're working on, please email us at ispitinyourmouthpodcast at gmail.com. At the moment, we are only recording an interview every other week, so uh, we might not be able to fit you into uh, the immediate upcoming month, but we might be able to fit you into one coming up soon. She's a busy bitch. Absolutely. And as always... We want you to do us a favor. And suck my dick. No, I'm kidding. No, but yes, suck <laughs> suck my dick. But suck also, make sure that after you're done sucking my dick, that you wash your hands, wear a mask. Also, like, wash your mouth before sucking dick. Put a little little Listerine. Like, do you have a list? Are Listerine strips still a thing? I used to I love sure those things. I sure hope not. I, I hated those things. I loved those things. They dried my, my mouth out so much. Oh. Uh, so, please... <laughs> Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get uh, vaccinated. Get vaccinated. And, and creep it real. real. <laughs>